Well, we all know we're approaching the liturgical end of the liturgical year. That's where the gospel is speaking about the end times, the drama of the second coming of Christ, the drama of the triumph of good over evil, the drama of the triumph of justice, and the triumph of Christ. But this drama, according to Jesus, involves wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes, floods, and persecution of you, Christians. That's why Jesus talks about this, so we can prepare our minds and our hearts a little bit, especially when we come home to the Father. So how do we do this? Well, we do this by examining how we live our lives now. Now, that's why Plato said, the unexamined life is not worth living. So the drama of salvation is really about purifying our souls and prepare ourselves for the next life. In today's world with secularism, materialism, and vanity, it's quite a challenge. But you know what, in the 60s, Marilyn Monroe became a symbol of sensuality, vanity, and illicit pleasure. How many of you remember Marilyn Monroe? Raise your hands. Now you guys, you probably haven't heard of Marilyn Monroe. You weren't born yet at that time. Now, her husband, Arthur Miller, was a famous author and writer. Now, during the filming of the movie, The Misfits, Marilyn fell into a deep depression. Why? Because she was addicted to barbiturates or prescribed drugs. So one evening after the doctor one more time gave her a shot of barbiturates, she fell into a deep, deep sleep. Now, Miller stood by her side watching her. She was kind of anxious. Then he thought, what if a miracle happens? What if Marilyn wakes up and I was able to tell her, darling, darling, God loves you. And another miracle happened. And she opens her eyes and believes it that God loves her and responds to God's grace. But then Miller thought and sighed, said, oh, how I wish I still had my religion. Oh, how I wish that Marilyn would respond to God's grace. Well, unfortunately, Marilyn died that night. So, obviously, my brothers and sisters, we need to be constantly connected to the Son of God so we can keep our faith alive. Obviously, we need to avoid all sin at all cost to keep our hearts pure, to keep our hearts pure. You know, I'm so proud of you because you came today 
and with a pure heart, you know as you know that we have a Savior and Redeemer, our Lord Jesus Christ himself. And when you receive Holy Communion, you will in fact receive Jesus himself. Uh, speaking about Holy Communion, years ago I used to bring Holy Communion to the homebound people in our parish. I remember Joseph Finn. She was homebound. She lived alone in her house. Why? Because her two sons were able to visit her alternately, bringing food, groceries, cleaning her house three times a week. That's why she was able to live alone. However, through the months, as I continued to visit her and give her Holy Communion once a week, I noticed that she started to have a hard time opening the door for me to come in and give her the Eucharist. Then she would sit down in her favorite chair. And we prayed together. I prepared her for Holy Communion. Then that day, after receiving the Eucharist, she closed her eyes as she prayed and prayed and prayed. She opened her eyes. She told me, Nemsi, you don't have to come back next week. I didn't ask why. So I said, well, you want me to come back the following week? He smiled and says, call me first. Well, that was the last time I saw her alive. She died the following week. I knew that the Lord Jesus took her back to the Father. You know what I noticed? In my years of bringing Holy Communion to the homebound, the people who receive the Eucharist week after week after week, somehow in some mystical way that the good Lord gives them a sign, an insight as to when he will come and take them home to the Father. Wow, my brothers and sisters, that is so precious. That is such a wonderful gift and grace from the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I continue to ask the question, what is the real drama of salvation? What is it? What is the real drama of salvation? One time after meditation, the good Lord kind of led me to read the Gospel of Luke, chapter 23. Luke 23. In that chapter, Dismas, the good thief, was making his last conversation with Jesus. And in that conversation, somehow the good Lord opened his spiritual eyes. And he realized that Jesus was the Messiah. And your eyes are open, spiritually open, because you know that Jesus is the Messiah. And so with a humble and contrite heart, filled with love and admiration for the Son of God, Dismas said, Jesus, remember me. Will you come into your kingdom? 
Where Jesus filled with compassion and love and understanding said to Dismas, today you shall be with me in paradise. Today you shall be with me in paradise. So my brothers and sisters, that is the drama of salvation. That is where you give your heart to Jesus with no strings attached, saying, Lord, my heart is yours. Take it. It belongs to you, Lord Jesus. That is the drama of salvation. And so I would like one more time for you to behold, once again, behold Jesus, the Son of God, who loved you even before you were born. And even before you die, or is already preparing a place for you in the Father's house and participate in a messianic banquet just for you. Why? Why? Simply because Jesus knows that deep in your heart you want to love him back. You want to love him back. That's all he wants. You love him back. Forever. Forever and ever love him back. Amen.